Hey folks, and welcome to Drinking Alone with Friends, a podcast where three friends drink alone together. My name's Chris. What up? It's Tud. And I'm Obert. And uh, Tud's back. Yes. He's returned. Yep. I caught the turkey. <laughs> <laughs> we were worried. We were yeah. We were worried. Yeah. I mean, you, you had it right at the end when you were talking about how it had like grown and like I was like fighting it with like a sword and a shield. I was, that, that's, <laughs> that's what happened. I eventually wrestled it, got it onto the grill. And now I've got, like, thousands of pounds of turkey. That must have taken a long time to cook. That's why it's taking so long. <laughs> I mean, seven minutes a pound, yeah. a couple thousand pounds. Yeah, a 30-ton uh, turkey. <laughs> you do the math, that adds up. <laughs> but, uh, Todd, how was, uh, how was the turkey uh, and uh, your your Thanksgiving and Friendsgivings and all that fun stuff? It was good. Uh, the turkey was delicious. Um, after, you know, wrestling it and getting it onto the grill. Um, of course. Yep. Once I got it on there, I had to re-inject it with some more butter and some more Creole seasoning just to make sure that it was, you know, 3,000 pounds of turkey is, it's, it's going to get dry. So it had, a, it had to have a few <laughs> injections. But overall, yeah, it was good. Um, holiday was good. A uh, little cold. Um, but now, now in, in December, now it's a little bit warmer, which is kind of weird, uh, so yeah, we everything's been going good here. Um, how about you guys? How's everything been with you? It's been good. It's been good. I mean, um, if you listened to the last the last episode, you know, Thanksgiving went off well. Um, we are still now. We're done with turkey. We're done with turkey. We didn't cook a three thousand pound turkey. We we talk, we we cooked a small one, but uh, it came out. Everything was good. It was it was fun. Did the cranberry sauce ever show up? Oh, That's no. Question. No, the cranberry sauce. <laughs> it's listen, still in transit. Listen. <laughs> it's somewhere in their house, I, I'm pretty sure. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put them on blast. Food line, if you're listening, which I assume you are, you owe us a 98-cent can of, of, uh, of uh, cranberry sauce. And I'm not afraid to say it on national internet. Now, <laughs> now for all of those listeners who know that you have a love for, I believe it's Lowe's food stores. Yes, that would have Why did you not get your cranberry sauce from Lowe's food stores? Can't get delivery from Lowe's food stores. Uh, not in my area. Not in my area. The closest one is about 25 minutes away, so they don't deliver this far. Gotcha. <sighs> oh, man, the dream of just living near a Lowe's Foods. Uh, Someday. Right, I'll, I'll, talk to you, I'll talk to you guys in 40 minutes. i got to go through my whole dream sequence of me. <laughs> got to go fantasize real quick. Frolicking. Lowe's Foods, if you're listening, you gotta, you got to... A1 supporter over here. <laughs> I'm not afraid to say it on national internet. Live. Uh, <laughs> I said what I said. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah, I've been good, too. You know, just getting in the holiday spirit over here a little bit. Which um, holiday is that? Festivus? Christmas. Christmas, mostly. You didn't, hang you, know? up the, you didn't put up the Festivus poll? No, I have, I have a lone stocking that I put out. And it's out. So I have a stocking <laughs> on the mantle. So I just, just envision like the Charlie on. Brown tree. The... Yeah, right. <laughs> Wait, you only have one stocking too? Like what about what about popcorn? Oh. Or is it popcorn uh, stocking? Yeah, I, I never got a popcorn stocking. I gotta work on that. Did you guys do but, stockings uh, when you were kids? Yes. Yeah. See I, we weren't parents. What the heck? We weren't we weren't stocking people. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you, you know. Parents, Sounds if you're like, listening, where is where was Santa Claus supposed to put all your coal? I guess is the question. 
Oh well, I mean that was a whole other thing. We didn't have a we didn't have a chimney, so like I don't know, I don't know how that worked either. Well, but well, you've seen right. you've seen the Santa Claus when you don't have yeah, a chimney, it true. just forms for temporary time. Apparently, it just gets in there. Apparently, Santa can do home improvements at Ooh. the snap of a finger. <laughs> oh, I said I'm, I said what I said for the reasons I said it. <laughs> it's a it's a cross it's the crossover we didn't know we needed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man so okay well anyways i'm glad i'm the only one without stockings thanks but i see i see you're in the the holiday spirit you got a little a little cut out of a tree yeah snowflakes behind you that's right yes is that a snowflake clock it's just no. no it's just it's just a snowflake it's just there's snowflakes and a little christmas tree um this is a stream thing so like you know for some of my 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 very lovely viewers they can uh, become my, my, my decorations for the for the holidays. So, And CJ likes Thank to go, you have snowflakes. Yes, I do, buddy. Thank you. <laughs> hey, at least he's letting you maybe know. I'll have to put a little, uh, maybe I'll have to put a little Santa hat on my, my swan. <laughs> yes. Yeah. The, oh, <laughs> yes. Let's, let's. That, that'd be good. Just to get him <laughs> in the season. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, but, Todd, are you, are you ready to celebrate the season? With any I, anything in particular, I am ready. I actually brought a um, a beer to kind of help kick off this season. It's mm, nice. the best way to kick it off. It is, yeah, with a nice cold gingerbread beer. Ooh, interesting. Yes. So, um, so over the past weekend was my brother Brad's uh, birthday. So he turned, I believe, it's twenty six. Um, so I'll just <laughs> I'll just say happy birthday. Brother. Hey, Happy birthday! You You're old. One hundred percent know his age. I, listen, I hung out with him all day. We, we went out to to get drinks. We went out for dinner. We went out for drinks after dinner. I, you know, just because I don't know his age doesn't mean anything. That never came up yes. during the whole day. No, nobody ever asked how old he was. You know, I tried to ask in the in the in the you know the happy birthday song but they all thought i was was making a joke and laughing at my how old are you now question during the song <laughs> but i was actually trying to get to the bottom of it he's like oh they were like oh oh tud you jokester and you're like damn foiled <laughs> <laughs> but uh brad wanted to go uh to a certain brewery on saturday to get his to get a glass for his birthday, so the certain brewery gives out a, a birthday glass um, if you show up on your on your birthday. So that brewery is Treehouse. So I had I made the trip up to to Charlton, um, and basically did my first you know post COVID Treehouse trip. And there was no there were no COVID guidelines being followed here. It was a free for all, standing in line. Sitting down at you know their massive beer hall, uh, the entire building is open up now to basically just have you know, as abundant as, as as many people as want to be there to be there. But they had this beer that I wanted to bring onto the podcast called "Hey Mister Gingerbread Man." Ooh, that okay. And as you guys can see the the label, uh, please you know listeners head over to Instagram. But it's a hand holding a gingerbread ornament and going to hanging on a tree. It is a uh, 9.4% ABV Imperial Milk Stout. And, you know, in pure Tud fashion, I must read the can. Especially because on every Treehouse can, they give a little story. And it says, Hey, Mr. Gingerbread Man is a holiday-inspired Imperial Milk Stout brewed with coffee, chocolate, and gingerbread spice. 
Like many holiday treats, Hey Mr. Gingerbread Man is sweet, decadent, joyful, and fulfilling. We taste and smell fresh-baked gingerbread cookies, chocolate-covered ginger, um, pieces of creamy chocolate, and a chocolate gingerbread cake. A rich body and sweet backbone propel these flavors as the beer warms in the glass. Enjoy. Oh, man. I need a, I need a towel after that for all the drool. <laughs> so... Um, I was, I was waffling at Treehouse between buying this stout and they had another stout that was uh, s'more flavored and everybody at the table told me to go with the s'more flavor, but I couldn't get over the description of this beer. So I actually bucked what everybody said and I, I went out and I got the, the gingerbread beer instead. So I thought I would bring it season after all tis the season. I thought I would share it. I also got a cool, as you guys can see, a cool Treehouse glass where the the actual logo is like imprinted into the glass. So That's neat. yeah. Oh, so I, nice. I learned there that you're only allowed to get two pours of beer. Um, and the ma- you know, the max ounces of each pour, unless you order a Julius or a green is 12 ounces. If you order a Julius or a green, you get 20 ounces. But if you spent the extra, you know, $7 to get this glass, they filled this glass full of beer. And what you guys can't see from the screen, uh, from the screen is that this is not your normal 16 ounce beer glass. This is like a 18 ounce glass. So that's the only way to get beer that's 18 ounces that's not Julius or Green. You just gotta pay the mm. seven bucks. You gotta pay the seven bucks. So let me ask, how many of those glasses do you have now? I just assume that well, they you o- bought <laughs> new ones every time you went up. So that's another thing. They only allow you to get two pours. Okay. And you can only buy this here glass once. Per, per uh, there's so many guidelines. They are they ha- they are very heavy on the guidelines. It's kind of annoying, um, but they just like lines in general. <laughs> they do. They I think they do everything in their power to create more lines. Mm. Like I think have that you th- heard of this drug named cocaine? <laughs> well, they might be putting that in their beer because that's that's what some people act like with their beer. So. <laughs> So without further ado, let's uh let's crack this beer. And let's see what it's what it's all about. So I will say the one benefit of this this glass is it fit the whole can, head and all, in it perfectly. Mm. Christmas miracle right there. Christmas <laughs> miracle. So if you'd like to see this glass and the can that I was talking about, you know, head over to the Instagram and it'll be posted there. Along with a picture of uh what Chris drank on the pregame, that'll be posted there as well. And Chris's face. You're welcome, Instagram. <laughs> All right. So, on the nose, I don't smell a lot of gingerbread. I do smell some chocolate. I smell a lot of those roasty, toasty notes, but I don't get a lot of a lot of gingerbread smell. It doesn't smell like fresh-baked cookies. Um, the head lasted a long time. It's still kind of hanging around. Um, I believe this is probably perfect drinking temperature it was out in my sunroom hashtag cold season so i used the the outdoor room as as a giant fridge right it's kind of like obert uses his porch um yeah all i get is is hints of chocolate on the nose so let's let's dive on in it's a very beautiful beer so check out the instagram it's very 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 tasty looking looks really good it's beer 30 and i'm thirsty I've been working like a dog all week long, so maybe something cold won't hurt me. Cause it's beer 30, and it's time 
to party. Yeah, baby. So that is that is interesting. I get a little bit, a little bit of cinnamon. Um, yeah, a lot of chocolate. It's. I mean, I don't know what type of gingerbread they were going for, but I think they made a chocolate gingerbread man instead of a a ginger gingerbread man. Because I don't get a lot of, I don't get a lot of ginger. Um, or a lot of gingerbread man flavored. I guess, yeah, I guess there's really no ginger in gingerbread man, but. Yeah, they're like ginger c- cookies. Mm. You decorate and stuff. It just doesn't taste like a, like, you know, the little guy from Shrek. If I were to eat him, this isn't, he would taste entirely different than this beer. Yes, I, I see what you're saying. Mm. Um, it, it finishes a little dry, which kind of reminds me of a cookie. Because uh, cookies tend to dry out your mouth as you're eating them. That's why you need a, a nice cold glass of milk next or with it. But, you know, they talk about about chocolate, which I get. Um, I don't get any coffee. I don't get any gingerbread. But it does say chocolate gingerbread cake, which I can kind of see that. That's I guess okay. that would kind of be where the chocolate and the cinnamon kind of meet up and kind of dry it out a little bit. So from that perspective, I, I get that. Um yeah, the coffee is almost non-existent. Uh, fun fact, Treehouse now has a coffee shop and a hard alcohol shop, and they make seltzers, too. Um, huh. Basically, they're just a mecca of just drinks. <laughs> um, Interesting. <laughs> Pick a lane, Treehouse. <laughs> <laughs> so, their coffee was not very good, but their seltzer was really good. Just, you know, little alcoholic side Alcoholic or, or non-alcoholic? Non-alcoholic seltzer. And... Surprisingly, unlike normal treehouse fashion, they don't overcharge for the seltzer. The, a, a a sixteen ounce seltzer was a dollar fifty. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah. So hmm. I was I was actually impressed. Like that got an applause from me. And, you know, I'm gonna give him a little applause here too. But going back to the beer, it does have a really nice mouth finish. Um, it kind of has that that treehouse taste to it. Like that. Like you know, when you're drinking a treehouse, you're like, I know this is a treehouse beer. It just has that like. That liquid, I, I don't know, I don't know how you describe it. Like, it, it must be something in the water where you're like, that is a treehouse beer that I'm drinking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, it's not too, this isn't even a case of this being too cold because it was a warmer day here in Connecticut today. So the sunroom was a little bit warmer. So the beers are probably about, you know, 45 to 50 degrees. Yeah, no ginger. Still solid beer though. Um, I'm going to give it a 4.0. I think that, you know, if it wasn't trying to set itself up as a gingerbread beer, this would be a solid chocolate cake beer with some right. cinnamon. Okay. Cinnamon chocolate cake, almost. Yeah. Yeah, it just sounds like they just really didn't uh, manage expectations well with the with the labeling. But yeah, I I mean, I don't know. I, I you know that's kind of disappointing because I was really I was really pumped for this one. Um, still a good beer. I just wish it had a little bit more gingerbread, man. It wasn't like the one that Chris had on the pregame, uh, which you can head over to Patreon and pay pay a dollar a month, and you can subscribe and get an extra episode of Drinking Alone with Friends. Uh, and this week, Chris drank a, a gingerbread stout as well on the pregame mm-hmm. that he had previously had on this here podcast. But a lot more came out in this episode than than the first time it was on here. So head over to patreon.com slash podcast to subscribe. Um, All I'll say about it is it may or may not have had a perfect rating on Beer Advocate. It's true. So, as far as untapped goes, what do we got here for ratings? I'm I'm assuming a decent amount, but who the hell knows? It's it's sitting just shy of 1800 at 1799. Yeah, you will be number 1800. You will be 1800 oh. if you if you check it in 
right now. Perfect. <laughs> that's that's a decent amount. Um, this beer was canned on December second, so it's only been four days. Well, possible, but you where you was it the very first batch? I don't you know. Have? Mine was canned so, on yeah. December second. Yeah, so this it's possible that it's been out for three weeks already. Mm. You know, it's true. Could have been their first beer. You know, who knows? That would explain why they they don't know how to bring ginger through their beer. That's it. Maybe that's it. But uh, yeah, what do you think? So you know, hot pipes a thing, right? Now um, a treehouse. Who's treehouse? <laughs> and you know, st- stout hypes a thing. I guess be- just in general, beer hype is a thing. I rated a four. I'm gonna go higher, but I don't think it's gonna be too high. Four point one three. Very close. It'll be hard to beat you this week, but the door is still slightly open, just ever so slightly. Four four point one five. Four point one five. Shit. Point oh two off. I thought about four point one five and I was like I was like, no. Like you don't guess halves, right? Like it's just just, it's just not done. (laughs) I I will say too that there were check ins too from last year. So there's that's why there's so many. Mm. Oh, okay. Point oh two. And actually I have I have friends that have checked this in as as late as two years ago. So uh so it's a year. It's so, a yearly release by them. Yeah. So do I have to look for twenty? I'm just playing. I'm not doing, <laughs> I'm not doing that. I, I, the, I mean, I I am actually kind. Of, I mean, not that not that I guessed on that one, but I am kind of curious. Is there a yearly variant? I don't see one. No, there is one a version with chocolate truffle added that has so, ninety three check ins. So fun fact that was on tap this past weekend. Oh, uh, okay. I chose to not get it because I wanted to get. I wanted to try this. On the podcast, and I said as I bought this beer, I was like, "I'm trying these on the podcast before I drink because it only came in a two pack, and it was seventeen dollars right. for a two pack, which is fucking ridiculous." That is it very is. expensive. <laughs> yeah, how many seltzers you could get for that? <laughs> yeah, I, I could have been drunk on seltzer. <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, so so I wanted to bring this. I'm pretty happy I did. Um, great beer. I am impressed with the new Treehouse facility as much as we shit on them here, which you know. I think the general consensus when we were leaving was, you know, it was nice to go to. It was only, you know, it's an hour away, but it's not some place that like I'm going to go back weekly or bi-weekly or monthly like I used to go because there's just right. so much beer in Connecticut that's equivalent and or possibly better than Treehouse. Um, but it was cool to see like next time, like I, you know, maybe I'll go there with Obert when he's in town um, just because it's something that I think Obert needs to see and probably get a beer at. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I'm overdue. I haven't had a treehouse in over a year now. So Yeah, so after that, you know, I probably won't go back until the next time somebody's in town or somebody wants to go for their birthday. Right. However yeah. old they may be turning. <laughs> However <laughs> old they may be turning. We'll never know. We'll never <laughs> know. Um, yeah, it is It is a spectacle. It is a very large, nice place. So And it's bigger now. I mean, they, they oh, made, okay. they've made at least two additions to that building Holy since they opened that building. Holy poop. Holy poop. The, the space between their bright tanks is honestly like an inch or two. Like, like they're like, it's just like a wall of tanks now. It's just tank, 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 tank. And they have, <laughs> they had like, like 25 beers on tap. And I was like, this is just, it's torture that I can only get two beers. Because like, if you allowed me to drink more, like, I would obviously sit there and I'd try a few more beers. And all of them are, you know, they have their staples on tap. But they also have like, shit that like, 
I've never even heard of. And I'm like, well, I'd like to try that, but I have to like be really picky with my two pours that I get here. Yeah. So I got to ask, what did you go with? So I went with a um, an Oreo stout that was oh, really okay. good. Um, it was it was really good. Tasted exactly like an Oreo, which I which made me even more hyped for this gingerbread beer because I was like, oh, this is gonna taste just like this Oreo beer. It's gonna taste like a fucking gingerbread man. This is gonna taste like that guy from Shrek. Yeah. <laughs> and then I had um, a maple stout. Ooh. Okay. And it was like it was called like double maple something, and I was like, I was like, I want the double maple beer. And it right. poured out of the tap like this. It's the slowest beer I've ever seen poured out of a tap. <laughs> and I, I asked the guy while he was filling up. I was like, I was like, is it pouring slow because it's so mapley? He was like, no, this tap sucks. He's like, but I'm going to tell people that moving forward because that's that just makes it. It makes it seem ten percent right. maple syrup. Yeah, because <laughs> it was it was like a trickle. Like I stood up at the bar for a good like six minutes for him to fill this cup. <laughs> nice. Yeah, nice. that's a tough call. I don't know how I would. I, there's no way I could go to a treehouse and not get a fresh IPA. So I well, commend you for uh, branching out a little bit. Well, I bought a you know I bought a four pack of very hazy and I bought a four pack of King Julius. So I was like, I'll drink those. Not here because they'll you know they won't allow me to. But if I'm going to get the stouts, I'm going to get the things I can't buy. And so I went with the two ones that sounded the best to me. And to right. me, Treehouse has always done stouts extremely very, well. Very good stouts. Very good yeah. stouts. Yes, underrated stouts. But and I was like, that's I can get their I can get their IPAs to go, and I yeah. have tons of IPAs here. Yeah, I I remember we regale on it all the time, waiting in line for one can of very green and stuff. And now they're just like, here, have a case of it. Ca- I'm just like, what what the hell? <laughs> Caitlin and I actually had that conversation about you know the last time that we did. That I did that whole waiting in line thing was with you when Whoa. we got we got double shot or we got double shot in bottles. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. And we like, yes, it was Black Friday. Was it Black Friday? I, yeah, I remember. I remember going with you guys, but we stood outside uh. at like six a.m. We waited all morning. <laughs> we finally got the beer. Then we went to Wormtown, but like we got like oh yeah, that's right. I was looking back on it. I think we got like eight beers, like at the most, and two of them were bottles. Because that's right. all you were yeah. allowed to get. So I'm. I don't know. I probably have drank them. I hope I have, but I'm. I'm gonna have to check. I'm gonna check to see if I have one more left. It's not that bottle behind it. you, right? I, no, 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 no. I. I think I drank them. I think I drank them. But um, good times. Good times. It. It makes for good stories. Good stories of the time I was crazy and waited in line for hours for eight beers. <laughs> yeah. Fun fact: You don't wait in line anymore. There's no, no. need to wait in line. I, we sat down and I ordered my beer sitting at the table to be picked up when I left. That was that was great. I was like, "Holy shit!" Like they don't love lines as much as you claim they do. Oh, they still love lines. Okay. <laughs> like kind of like kind of like uh, is it is it is his name Brick from from Anchorman? He loves lamp. They love lines. Brick Brick Tamlin. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so enough about my beer, um, Obert. Since Chris drank on the pregame, it is your turn to drink. What I hope you're drinking a gingerbread beer, but what are you drinking? No, you know, I'm sure if we all had gingerbread beers, we would have all done them on the main show. So I did not get the memo, the uncommunicated memo about gingerbread (laughs) beers. And honestly, I have a pretty good idea of what's available around me, and I don't think that there's anything gingerbready out there right now. Much like pumpkin, they don't believe in gingerbreads in Montana either. I guess not. 
you know, there's like maybe like a cinnamon KBS is probably the closest I could find. <laughs> but um, I have a uh, milkshake IPA, a little different here, called Creeper Pigeon from Glacier Brewing out of Polson, Montana. Interesting. I have probably talked about these guys once on the show um, because, quite frankly, they were not the best brewery I, when I went there. But I have learned that they were since they went up for sale and have been bought. And this is a new new brewers made this beer. So I'm hopeful I'm going to give these guys another shot. Um, much like Tut, I'll read from the can here. It says, it was March 2020 and COVID-19 was just starting to come to a head. Cue three months of temporary drive through growler and package sales and a new unofficial mascot, the Creeper Pigeon. Through months of snow, rain, and wind, our new pigeon friend sat and kept watch over us, always watching, always creeping. In honor of our new friend, we bring you Creeper Pigeon IPA, a 7.8% milkshake IPA that will raise your spirits much the way our Creeper did ours. Uh, come and see us, and you too can raise a t- toast to our guardian pigeon. So i never seen a beer named after a pigeon before. thought I'd share that with you guys. I, I want to know the story behind the Creeper Pigeon. I think you just heard it. No, no, no. Like, I like, mean, I, I pretty much have a, a good backstory. Yeah, I got a good idea. <laughs> like, was it just staring at them through the window with his head to the side? Kind of like what they picture I, in the can? I think so. Yeah. He just set up a little nest, made his home, and uh, was hanging out. You know, they wake up in the middle of the night. They see the pigeon silhouette. They, like, roll over, like, thinking that they were dreaming, and then the pigeon's gone. Like, that's kind of what I... That's, <laughs> yeah. That's kind of what I envision, yeah. It's just I, following them home from work every day. Yeah. I just wouldn't want any spontaneously fermented beers out of their brew house if they have a pigeon living in it. Yeah. I don't know about... <laughs> I don't think these guys are quite at that, uh, that level of open fermentation yet. Uh, and to be honest, this... Doesn't really look like any milkshake IPA I've ever seen. Ooh. It's very much it's clear. A dark amber. Yeah. It's actually it's lighter than what you're seeing in the webcam. Okay. Right. But um, it does it does look yeah dark. Yeah. It is filtered. It is a filtered beer. Hmm. It's not so, adding up. Yeah. Doesn't it? You know, a lot of times for me, milkshake IPAs have that lactose smell. I think that's kind of what makes the milkshake IPAs is the lactose. I don't. I get a very faint lactose aroma when I when I take a whiff of this beer. Interesting. So I don't know. We'll see. We do have some pretty good head retention on here, though. Solid inch ahead, hanging out. Um, I should have should have poured it before I read you the story of the creeper pigeon, I guess. <laughs> but we'll drink through the head. I don't want to keep you guys waiting any longer. So here we go. I like beer. It makes me a jolly good fellow. Unwind, and sometimes it makes me feel mellow. Makes him feel mellow. Okay, I'm digging in first sips. It's um, sweeter than the aromas let on, hmm. but it does have a quite a bit of bitterness that you would see in like a double IPA, almost like a torpedo. You know, we think we're talking near triple digit IBUs, which is. Not something I see a lot of in milkshake IPAs. Yeah, the alcohol really comes through strongly. Um, you know, I'm not I'm not overwhelmed by these guys, by this would, Creeper Pigeon IPA. Would you say that you are whelmed? No, I wouldn't even say I'm whelmed. Oh, underwhelmed. 
Yeah, that would be the third and final option <laughs> of how well I'm done feeling about this beer. And what what did you say the percentage was if you had... If you... Se- 7.8 okay. is uh, right. ABV. So, I mean, it's getting up there, but... Getting up there. I think it just it's just a little too alcoholic and uh, in flavor. Right. And, and the bitterness and the lactose sugar creaminess don't marry up very well that makes sense right do you think it's like a it sounds like it's like almost a west coast attempt at a milkshake ipa like i don't know if based on yeah yeah, i don't know if i don't know if milkshake is an exclusively east coast thing but no but i don't know it just i think i think i always like attribute them closer to a new england or ipa or something along those lines than a west coast you know I agree, just because I picture that that hazy type look, and it kind of goes along with like lactose, where it's kind of you know, for lack of a better term, it's milky. Right. Yeah. Um, there isn't a whole lot more I really want to say about this beer. You know, I don't know the hop profile. It doesn't say it on the can. It just devotes more words to the pigeon than the style <laughs> on here. They really care about that creeper pigeon. Yeah. I don't know. You know, I think that's it. I think that's it, guys. I, I wish I knew the hop profile. I could give you a little bit more. But it's really just, like I said, it's a, it's a, it's an overwhelming bitterness. It almost, like I said, the torpedo, almost like a stone, um, maybe an arrogant bastard. Okay. Or, um, I, with that, that beer and also with like the stone ruination, I get that just the bitterness overload that I get in this. So then I would, like, would you consider it kind of, like, harsh then? Because, like, Arrogant Bastard is made to be very, like, harsh on the... Yeah. Yeah. I think Arrogant Bastard has more hop um, flavor okay. than this, where this, like I said, it, it it just doesn't match up well with the milkshake. I'll say that. Okay. You know? Yeah. But, so, I'm only going to give this a three. Okay. Yeah, and that's a generous three. I really wanted to go two seven five, but they're they're located about fifty miles south of me. So by the by car know, or by the way the pigeon flies. Uh, by by pigeon. So they're uh, you know a neighborhood brewery. So I can't go too low. <laughs> so I've heard their cow in a coal mine is better. Maybe I should pick that one up as a redemption beer. But there you go. This one. Didn't do it for me. So out of 311 check-ins, which is a lot for Montana, as we know. Uh, <laughs> what do you think your neighbors rated this? Well, I think they're going to be kind of right there with me, but Untapped doesn't normally go that low. So I'm thinking between a three and a three and a half, but probably on the upper end of that, maybe uh, 3.40. So it's above that. Um, it's above the wow. three point five. It's actually, you know, it's a, it's, it's higher than I expected after your explanation. It's a three point eight two. That is higher than I would have guessed. Clearly, than I did guess. Yeah, that's it's, you know, apparently your neighbors seem to to like it. But as we know, you know, Untapped kind of always regresses to the mean. Whatever that mean is, right. it regresses to it. <laughs> what was that from them? That cow in a coal mine. What is that rated? Well, I can't tell you then, because then you can't bring it to the. That's cap. okay. I'll, I'll have it on the pregame or uh, you know a bonus beer. Cow point, in but. a coal mine. Yeah. So that is that has three hundred and thirty-five check-ins, and it's rated a th- uh, four point one two. Oh damn! 
Okay, so I got to look that one up. I will tell you that the the logo on this can for cow in a coal mine makes it all worth finding the beer itself. It's just a cow in a coal mine. What is there to <laughs> talk about? It's a cow with a hard hat on, holding a beer, sticking his head through a, a coal mine. It's great. There you go. Okay, well, I'll pick that one up and I'll bring it to uh, the pregame or, or maybe as a bonus holiday beer. Who knows? We'll see. But yeah, Creeper Pigeon swinging a miss for me. Not my style, but clearly I was a little too harsh on it. So, um, but yeah, you know, I want to go back to Glacier Brewing. I went there for trivia once. I had a good time, even if their beer wasn't the best. And I'd like to go and see what it's like under the new ownership. Um, I don't make it down to Pulsen very often. So, you know, it's a little tough. But, uh, I'll, you know, I'll check them out and report back. But meanwhile, Chris, we have uh, our third and final review. What do you got for us? So I just had to pull an audible, you guys. Um, I had a beer. I had it ready to go. Uh, then I read that it had coconut in it, and I'm not I'm not about that for tonight. I'm not ready for it. Don't. Did want you get it. like a perfect score on like the last coconut beer you got? L- listen, listen. I'll I'll save it. I'll save it for when I really need that tally mark. Okay, a point oh two. I I guess I should have done it today because a point oh two. But you know what? I just don't want coconut right now. So I pulled an audible, and uh, I have this beer from a uh, a brewery. I don't think we talk about enough. On the podcast, uh, and that's Single Cut Brewing, Single Cut Beer Smiths. I'm sorry. Uh, and this is Eric. Mor- I've heard of a beer smith before. That's a that's a good name for a brewery, right? That's great. And it's called Eric More Cowbell. Um, and it is a chalk milk, chalk, chalk milk, chalk milk, chalky milks, uh, chocolate milk stout. So, um, you know, very excited for this. Um, I've had this. I think I, I I assume I bought this up. When did I buy this? The canning date was over a year ago. Oh no, I don't know it's when a, this is from. I must have just. I'm. It's a stout. It's, it'll be fine. I know it's a yeah, stout. It's stout. It's fine. It's a stout. It's fine. Um, but I just wanted to let you guys in on the on the dilemma that I went through when I read coconut on the side of that can. I was like, damn it. Okay. Well, maybe that'll be for a pregame in the future. Um, so yeah, uh, very excited. I, uh, it says pour aggressively, so I'm going to follow the can's instructions. But, okay. But I want you to make cut. the aggressive face when you pour it too. Yeah. As you open it with your teeth. Ow. Teeth of steel. <laughs> but single, single cut, I know we've talked about them before. Um, and maybe it's just the fondness I have in my memory. Um, but I, I don't think I've had a bad single cut beer. I, I mean... They just do. They just do awesome stuff out of New York, and they're delicious, delicious. So here we go. Aggressive pour. <laughs> they are a really good brewery. Um, <laughs> Poured it so aggressively. I, I've got the same. <laughs> I've got the same problem with single cut that I have with with this with treehouse is that their beers and single cuts more guilty of this than even treehouse is a four pack of their beers is ridiculously pricey like a four pack of ipa from them is like 25 26 bucks like even i got a four pack of very hazy for 20 
I, I, wow. that I did notice, but I did buy it from a package store. So I wonder if that makes a difference. I don't know. Um, I don't, I've never been too single cut, but, uh, one of the beers that I almost bought, I actually remember I, I had it in my hand in a, in a package store in Connecticut is softly spoken magic spells. I have never had softly spoken magic spells. I've had their double dry hop version, which was delicious. <laughs> I had, I had it on tap once. It was one of the. It's a beer I remember to this day. It was delicious. I've never had, but I, I I pat it in my hand. I flip over the can, and it was brewed like ten months ago. I was like, Nah, I'm not about that life right now. So I'm like, um, so this one, I, I maybe I picked it up in the same in the same uh, when I was up visiting Connecticut, but it's over a year old. But again, stout chocolate milk stout. Uh, the aggressive pour uh, left no head really. Uh, there was not really a, a head to begin with, and uh, but dark is night. Uh, not much on the smell. Don't get a lot of smell from it either. So smell taste is. Uh, I mean, I don't pick up any chocolate. Nothing. Nothing really notable there. So uh, maybe the maybe the taste will will back it up. So let's see what this uh, single cut beer. I haven't had single cut in a while, so this will be a nice little treat. I hope. Now is this off of your uh, your stout shelf? Or is it going to be cold? No, no. This one's going to be cold. So this might uh, get better as 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 the podcast goes on. So let's see. Let's see how it how it holds up though. I got a fever, and the only prescription is more cowbell. So it is. It is. It, it's good. It, it it is too cold. I probably it probably needs to warm up a little bit. Um, but it is good. So a lot of times I always. I'm always drawn to chocolate milk stouts because I love chocolate milk. I love stouts. And I'm just like, this is going to be amazing. And I, I'd say more often than not, they fall flat of my expectations. Um, but this one is uh, very well done. Um, I get chocolate. I get some roasty notes. Uh, I do taste a little bit of alcohol. but And it's only 6%, so it's not super strong. Um, I get just a hint of it, and I bet you if it, if it uh, warms up a bit... Um, some of those other flavors are going to come to the forefront and it'll mask it a lot better, but, uh, it's, it's very well done suit. It's, you know, the it's, it's, it's sweet without being too sweet. Um, you do get some, uh, nice roasty toastiness, um, towards the back end. Um, it never really dries out and never really gets like super harsh or bitter. Um, so, I mean, it's a solid chocolate milk style. I'm, I'm very, uh, you know, uh, it's, uh, moderate, moderate mouth feel heaviness wise like it's not too not too too heavy uh not like the beer i had on the pregame which you should go over to patreon and check out but um you know it's a moderate heaviness it's you know it's definitely thicker than your like standard uh whatever regular drinking beers um but it's it's pretty good not not gonna lie um yeah and even like at the more i drink it even right now um the let the more i'm getting some of those flavors, the chocolate milk flavors, you know, get more of that and less of that alcohol. In this. So, I mean, I wonder if it's just warming up relatively quickly. It's been warm here. So, you know, my house was at like 70 something degrees today. It was, it was hot in the house. So, um, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's a solid, it's a solid beer. Um, I'm sure there's things that they could do to make it just a little, just better, a little bit better. Um, but for not having single cut in a while, it's not, it's, it's not bad, not bad. Um, Hmm. I don't really get a lot of. I don't get necessarily some vanilla. There's some sweetness, but it's it's pretty much sweet the whole way through. So I'm sure that's some of that carrying it. 
Um, I'm gonna say I'm gonna give this a four. I'm gonna give it a four. It, I'm like, it, they could make it better. Um, you know, if they only like, you know, spread out some of that flavor throughout the whole. No, I'm just, uh, <laughs> just playing. To, but uh, you have to go joke, join joke for our patrons. Yeah, it's joke. <laughs> patrons, you'll get it. You, you get it. Um, but you know, it's a solid beer. Um, you know, happy to have it. Um, and yeah, I mean. It's, a, it's probably one of the better chocolate milk stouts I've had. So, well done. Well done. How many check-ins are on untapped? 28,685. Chew, boy. Cheese and rice. I was not expecting that. Um. Oh, damn. I had a guess in mind, and now I no longer guess what I want to guess what I guess. Well, just y- tell us what your, your gut was, and then we... We're not going to count it, but I'm just no, curious. no, no. Um, so I don't know because I know single cut is very highly regarded. Um, you know, just in well, general, gotta be to charge like seven bucks a can for a four pack. <laughs> yeah, yeah that, I mean ridiculous. that's true. That's true. So I know they're highly regarded. So I was thinking like I didn't think it was going to breach like a four point two or anything like that. But I was thinking like between a four oh seven and a four one one. I think that was about where I was at. Twenty eight thousand check ins does scare me. Um, I don't think it's going to bring it like down to like a three, seven, five territory. Um, but I think it'll bring it maybe below a four. 1.57. Like maybe a <laughs> 1. 1.5. Wait a minute. Wait, hold on. <laughs> hold on. Um, ah, oh, shit. Again, uh, another joke for them, for them patrons. I know. You guys are missing out. You guys are you get your bang for your buck this week. Um damn. I this is a dilemma. Mm. So I said it was a 4. I'm generally more lenient. I'm scared that it's a big number. It's a big number. I'm gonna say 3.91. Ted takes it this week. Damn it. I didn't I, give you a big window, uh, but uh 3.85. Damn it. Uh I I, yeah. I I was and even even I was toying with three eight eight and I was like no it's too low again with those so I wouldn't have won anyway I wouldn't have won anyway <laughs> but oh damn it you know I mean friend of the show Sal has checked this beer in um well, he only gave it three two five ooh yeah if January Sal 19. never checked it in I probably would have won yeah <laughs> if you'd like to and, blame uh, Sal you you can hold on let me let me check it in real quick let's let's <laughs> <laughs> Todd's brother's uh, girlfriend, who certainly knows how old he is, gave it a three and a half. How funny okay. would it be if she so, had no idea, too? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's possible. I don't know how old he is, so it's a mystery. Right. <laughs> maybe it's like a whole Dorian Gray type of uh, he's, situation. Or he's somewhere button, between maybe. yeah, he's somewhere between zero and like 10,000 years old. That's, that's yeah, what I've narrowed it down to. Yep. Well, we know you're older than him. You're pretty sure of that. I, well, we don't really know. I mean, one day he was just there. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Todd doesn't really remember him showing up. You know. Yeah, he was just there right. one day. And they're he like, oh, this is like, your little brother. And I was like, oh, okay. You know, big mom and dad are in on it, too. Yeah. Damn <laughs> corporations. Yeah. <laughs> oh, damn. Wow. I was on a hot streak. I won two in a row. No. Yeah. Not any longer. I mean, no, Todd put it on the board. I had I to come I had to come and get some points because you were starting to catch up a little bit. I was making listen. I, I 
It took me so long. I was on such a cold streak. Obert is uh, hot, hot Obert summer 2021 took over, and like you know, he roaring back. Uh, New Tud stole a few. <laughs> yep. It was it was a uh, it was a it was a mess. It was a mess for me. Um, we had to regroup as a, as a team, and we still lost this week. It's okay. We'll get him next week, guys. With the point out to honk 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 honk. Nicely done, Tud. Man of people. Thank T- you. T M O P this week. Um, to mop. Yeah, congratulations. What else is there to say other than I guess it's time for the frosty mug with the three handles of wisdom, which we're going to fill with uh, advice, things we like slash love, uh, wisdomy wisdom. Of course, we can't forget that. Uh, you know, maybe pizza related things, maybe not. Maybe uh, gift-giving ideas. I don't know. I don't know what you're into. Let's find out. Jordan, take it away. Test your handle. Test your handle. Test your handle. Test your handle. Mug of wisdom! Mug of wisdom. Finish that motto. So, I mean, not to like derail any, but I've, I went to a package store and I saw like new Clamatos and I, I just, I just can't, I just can't with like, just stop, just stop Wait, at Bud Light. What, what are these new Clamatos? There's, I don't even, I, I don't even, there was like a whole shelf of them. There's like a green can now and like there's a, 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 a yellow can with pineapple or something. So it mango. sounds like we have to do more clamatos. Uh, no, I just I just can't. So just, wait, so you're saying not different manufacturers, these are all still Bud Light clamatos, just new varieties. Just new varieties. It's like haven't you heard okay. haven't you heard the podcast like Well now, now we have something to drink. We have a we have an ultimate face your beer challenge again. For episode uh, I think Tud secretly uh, likes the Clamato. He probably I'm not gonna does. Lie. I, I found does. I found the episode to be hysterical. So I think that the listeners like to hear us struggle. But I was the only one who finished the Clamato. I also like Bloody yeah. Marys. Right, right. Right. And I don't. I don't. Yeah, but, that's uh, the, my, the least appetizing thing I think <laughs> So, so uh, we have something for episode 200 now. We'll see. I mean, I'll take a look. I'll, I'll see if I can't find, uh, find these new Clamatos. Maybe like a 34-week aged Clamato is the way to go for episode 200. So. I, f- I feel like, though... When when we get to episode 200, it has to be more than just the three of us. I feel like we have to pull in New Tud and Jenna and New Obert and have them all drink these damn Clamatos with us too and have like an ultimate episode of struggle. Just a, just a Clamato drinking party. 
Exactly. <laughs> oh no, that's un- that sounds terrible. Not gonna lie, but uh, you know, at least the company would be good. I I think yeah. this I think this is worth it. Listeners, listeners, write in. You want this? Maybe we'll even get uh, the, you know the bane of my existence, Kevin, to to do it too. Who? Oh, Blevin. <laughs> well, Jordan, thank you. Check him out. Wreck my podcast via McLamato. Um, there you go. Maybe he'll enjoy it. I don't know. But anyway, uh, TMOP over here, Tud, man of people, honk. What, um, what's going on tonight? What's, what's the handleage? So the handleage is, um, you know, as per tradition, I'm going to give it to Chris for him to go first. Chris, here's your your three-handled frosty mug of wisdom. Take it away. Thanks. I appreciate that very much. Uh, so I'm going back to the well on this one. Um, what is this podcast's favorite favorite kind of handle? Pokemon cards. Coffee related. We right. Oh, yes. Okay. Coffee related. Okay. Uh, I was going to so. say cleaning supplies that everybody was like, really. <laughs> I mean, I do have a cleaning supply one in the chamber at, at any point. Um, but these are actually coffee uh, pre-made. Uh, well, I've had the pre-made. I've heard of the company before. Um, but I stumbled upon them more recently, and uh, I bought I bought a case. And uh, these are the Black Rifle. Uh, I don't know if you guys have heard of Black Rifle Coffee Company. No. They are veteran-owned and operated in the U.S., and... Um, uh, a lot of people that I've heard, I've heard of them before, um, but uh, finally, you know, work had some in, you know, for our, our peak season uh, work, bought like a bunch of like coffee drinks and things like that. So I finally ended up trying one, and uh, these are mocha espresso um, like cans uh, that I've had, and let me tell you, they are delicious. They're so good. Um, I, you can get them. I've, I, I bought bought them from sam's club i assume they're at costco and things like those larger chains um they're really really good um they are like 200 milligrams of caffeine which is like three normal coffees give or take so they're they're pretty strong um but they taste good uh they're very they give you that nice jolt that you need if you wake up at 2 30 in the morning for work and you know i haven't done their uh I'm t- i was talking to dana the other day and like we might subscribe because they have like a subscribe um option on their website for actual coffee beans and actual ground coffee and things like that and uh these are so good that i'm thinking about signing up because they're a little bit expensive but um uh, they have like all, a bunch of different flavors including like super dark super super dark and i like darker coffee so like i'm curious like how dark can coffee get you know um but if you uh if at the very least if you if you're a coffee drinker like this entire podcast and uh you're looking for a jolt look look them up they're like these uh little 11 ounce cans of uh coffee like espresso coffee latte or whatever the hell they are and they're very very good i mean i i bought them at sam's club and they're uh they give you they give you a nice little jolt in the afternoon if you need it. So, so I'm well, glad you brought this three up. Three in the morning, or three in the morning. Yeah. So I have a question for both you guys. You've got when you get a coffee that's it's 11 ounces for like for like 200 milligrams of caffeine, which is a, a shit ton. Yeah. Personally, would you rather drink an 11 ounce beverage for 200 milligrams of coffee, or would you rather drink like 
30 ounces of coffee to get 200 milligrams of coffee. Because I or think... Caffeine, I, yeah. Or caffeine. I think I lean more towards the more volume. Just because, like, once my coffee's done, I'm like, well, I kind of want another one. But I don't want another one because mm. of all the caffeine. I see what you're saying. Yeah, I mean, that's why decaf coffee exists, right? Is that, like, there's people who want more coffee than they want the caffeine. Right. I um, true. I can... I can see that. And, like, as someone, uh, you know, on my days off, like, I don't have – I primarily drink these on my the days I work um, because, like, you know, I can drink it at first break or whatever and, like, it's not too bad and doesn't – like, I don't have a lot of time to enjoy a coffee where on my days off I like to have my two two cups plus an espresso of hot coffee and then maybe an iced coffee in the afternoon. So. Jesus. <laughs> Dude, I run on caffeine. That's all I do. That's my life. My life is caffeine. Um, so uh, I guess, I guess, yeah, that's a good point. I mean, because I, I do enjoy uh, lounging and having a hot cup of coffee. Um, uh, but these, uh, like, if you need that quick pick me up, boom, they're really they're tasty. Um, the coffee is very good, and it makes me want to. Uh, and maybe I will. Maybe we'll do a future update where I've I've gotten my first bag of Black Rifle coffee. <laughs> And uh, made my first uh, p- pot of coffee with it. So, um, but like I said, uh, check them out, Black Rifle Coffee Company. You can get their pre-made stuff, and uh, they're available online uh, as well at I believe it's Black Rifle Coffee Company or BRCC.com, something like that. We'll put it in the show notes. Um, but uh, yeah, very good, very good product I found recently. So, so there you go. Very nice. So then I will go next. I'm going to take the mug from you. No, um, it's mine. <laughs> I had a different handle going into tonight, but I need to make this a handle because it seems timely. Uh, I guess it could be a Christmas gift, even though these what I'm about to mention has been out for years. But if you're somebody like Obert, for example, um, it might be timely. And that is the Dark Soul. Are you telling me I live under a rock? <laughs> yes. Yes, kind of. In the nicest way possible. Um, my handle is the Dark Souls games. Um, one, two, and three. Even though two kind of sucks, but... Definitely one and two, I recommend. Uh, if you haven't played them before, you can play them on the PC, you can play them on P- uh, PlayStation or Xbox. You can even play the first Dark Souls on Switch. Um, but they're really hard games that take some challenge, but they're hard, as I would describe them, they're hard but fair. Uh, so for somebody like Obert, who does enjoy video games and enjoys them to be a challenge, I think that, that he would like them. Um... So I told them I was going to make it a handle, and therefore my handle this week is Dark Souls 1, 2, and 3, which you can buy everywhere. And then if you like those, they do have other games from the same publisher, including one that's coming out uh, and probably will be a future handle in February called Elden Ring. But uh, if you want to play any one of those three, they're all individual stories. And unlike normal games, like there's not like a lot of story to them. Like You have to like read and do a lot of that stuff to like read like descriptions of items and stuff to understand the story. It's pretty cool. Um, go check it out though. You can buy it everywhere. Uh, probably pretty cheap now because they're, they're a couple years old as far as, as far as games goes. But with the holidays, if you know somebody who's never played them before, maybe even buy them a gift and send it to them on steam. Oh, that's a good idea, Ted. I don't know if you know anyone who hasn't played the games who would be happy to receive it as a gift. That's kind of cool though. That's a good idea. I like that. I bought you a birthday um, gift. I, I don't need to buy you a Christmas gift. <laughs> um, no, yeah, I feel I feel a little attacked here, and as such, I'm not even going to respond because I think Tut just made this handle so he could tell everybody that I haven't played the games. That's I mean, true. If like 
we're actually the majority of this podcast because I have not played these games either. So yeah, but I mean, it doesn't shock Todd, me that you haven't played them. Todd, maybe they have like a two for one sale going <laughs> on on Steam. I don't know. Listen, I don't buy, expect buy I don't one, expect one Chris. Free. I don't expect Chris to play these games. It's not a they're not Chris games. There's no there's no catching you know little creatures and balls and fighting people. <laughs> As, as the person on the podcast that plays video games semi-professionally, I'm offended. <laughs> I'll tell you what, Ted. If you buy me uh, the Dark Souls two-thirds of a trilogy or maybe the first game, I'll buy you uh, two beers on tap next time we go up to Treehouse. Ooh, there you go. I don't know if it's – they're not on sale right now. But, yes, when they eventually one day when they're on sale, sure. All right. So with that, I'm going to take the, the mug and uh, – <laughs> Got something a little bit more fresh, uh, shall we say. <laughs> and that's, I want to recommend the new Amazon Prime TV series, uh, Wheel of Time. Son of a bitch, oh. that was my other handle. Well, well how I, angry. One thing if I went before you, but, you know, this way we all got to go. Um, I've been watching it, you know. These are based on the books by Robert Jordan. There's, I think, 12 books in the series. They are very uh, stereotypical, traditional uh, fantasy books that came out uh, in the 90s and 2000s. I read six or seven of them before giving up, and um, then the author died before finishing the series. And then uh, they got somebody else to come in. I think Brandon Sanderson to come in and, yeah. and finish them up. And all that being said, now they made it into a TV show. So I'm trying to remember these details from books I read when I was a teenager now. Um, it's a little the hokey, a little cheesy. The CGI is not great, but I'm having fun reliving the story. And I think even if you didn't read the books, they're a fun thing to throw on if you're looking for a new fantasy TV show that you know they're going to make many, many seasons of. So... Um, Five episodes are out now. Probably episode six, I think, will be dropping tomorrow if you're listening to this on uh, the 9th. So check out Wheel of Time. Um, some famous people are in it, but overall, you're really just you're in it for the story, for the ride. Watch the first episode. Maybe you'll be hooked like I was. I, I can, I can you know, second this handle. It was going to be my handle before Obert told me that he hadn't played Dark Souls. Um, <laughs> I like it. I've never read the books so this is my first entrance into the the story. Um, kind of, it's a little bit hard to follow if you don't understand the story. But now that we're like five or six episodes in, I, I, I'm understanding what's happening. Um, it's definitely it definitely gives me you know hokey Game of Thrones vibes. Um, you know, I, I think it's worth it's worth people's times your people's time. Same thing with I, th- I think I made this a handle last year, and if not, it's going to be handled in like two weeks. But The Witcher Season 2 will be coming out soon, too. So there is a plethora of these types of shows if you want to uh, Yeah. If you want to have... much more of a young adult focused than a Game of Thrones. Whereas I feel like Game of Thrones is R. Wheel of Time is like a PG-13. Mm. Yeah. Same thing with Witcher. Of... Witcher is more R-rated stuff. Yeah. It's... This is, you know, reading it as a... It was definitely, definitely a young adult fantasy story. Okay. You know? Yeah. But... It, it's making into a good TV show for young and old alike. And so with that, we'd like to thank you all for listening. I would like to thank the breweries who provided today's beers. I will go first and thank Treehouse for their, Hey, Mr. Gingerbread Man, play a song for me, and I'll jingle jangle all night long. I don't know the rest of the words. 
It's a very long beer name. Uh, I'd like to thank uh, Single Cut Beersmiths for their Eric More Cowbell. And I want to thank Glacier Brewing for their Creeper Pigeon India Pale Ale. Please make sure you head over to social media and follow us everywhere at DAWF Podcast. Um, also make sure you hashtag follow the email at dawfpodcast at gmail.com. Please send over um, emails, you know, questions, comments, concerns. You know, still, still never got any breakfast items. Um, maybe you're just flooding Jordan's emails with them. Instead, uh, head over to Patreon and subscribe there for as little as a dollar a month or 25 cents a week. Um, or 20 cents on week on months that have five weeks. Uh, <laughs> but to get an extra episode uh, this week, you know, obviously as you heard throughout the episode, Chris drank a gingerbread beer as well. And obviously there were some jokes that were made throughout here that only the patrons would, would understand fully. Uh, also, make sure you head over to Discord and join the conversation over there as well. And then please make sure you head over to the um, Apple Podcast app and leave a rating and a review and tell everybody about this podcast who you know who likes beer, especially now that it's the holiday season. You're going to be getting together with a lot of people. So uh, make sure you tell them. And uh, obviously with the holiday season as well, please don't drink and drive. Uh, we're, we're a drinking podcast, but we don't promote that as either. And with that, my name's Tud. My name's Chris. And I'm Obert. Remember, if you're drinking alone, do it with friends. And if uh, you're my dad out there listening right now, happy birthday. Happy birthday, Chris's dad. Happy birthday. Do you know how old he's turning? Uh, no. <laughs> ask, uh, ask Brad. <laughs> ask Brad. Brad knows how old my dad is. <laughs> and, uh... Yeah, that's 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 uh, the French the friendship is right there. Yes. So. <laughs> oh, man. Imagine how many people like how many birthdays have you forgotten outside of just your brothers? Like how like people's ages? Yeah. Why not? Oh, I don't. I don't even know how old you are. It's fair. It's fair. No, I think we're the same age. I don't know how old I am. Yeah. It happens all the time. I'm like thirty. So, this is why I'm jealous of people who were born January 1st, 2000. They always know how old they are. That's true. That's easy. It's like, what year is it? You know? <laughs>